volatile and temperamental. They had some fearsome arguments in their early years, which they resolved passionately in the bedroom upstairs. She never doubted that he loved her as much as she loved him. He was the love of her life, and he said she was the light of his. As Lorenzo got older, he got more cantankerous and argued often with his friends, particularly if he thought they were selling out to the commercial world and sacrificing their talent for money. He was just as happy giving away his work as selling it. He was hostile and suspicious when a young art dealer came to meet him from Paris. He came to Saint-Paul-de-Vent several times before Lorenzo would agree to see him. Gabriel Ferrand had seen some of Lorenzo's work and recognized genius when he saw it. He begged Lorenzo to let him represent him at his gallery in Paris, and Lorenzo refused. Some of his friends tried to convince him otherwise, since Ferrand had an excellent reputation— but Lorenzo said he had no interest in being represented by some money-hungry crook of an art dealer in Paris. It took Gabriel three years to convince Lorenzo to let him show one of his paintings in Paris, which Gabriel sold immediately for a very respectable amount of money, though Lorenzo insisted it meant nothing to him. It was Melis who finally reasoned with Lorenzo to let Gabriel represent him, which proved increasingly lucrative while Lorenzo continued to call him a crook, much to Gabriel's amusement. He had come to love the inordinately difficult genius he had discovered. Most of Gabriel's communication with Lorenzo went through Melis, and they became fast friends, conspiring with each other for Lorenzo's benefit. By the time Melis had been with him for ten years, and Lorenzo turned seventy, he had a very decent amount of money in the bank, which he claimed he didn't want to know about. He insisted that he had no desire to prostitute his art or be corrupted by Gabriel's venal intentions, and he let Melis and Gabriel handle his money. He wasn't rich by any means, but he was no longer dirt poor. Nothing changed in their life, so as not to upset Lorenzo, and Melis continued working as a waitress several times a week and posing for him. He had declined to have a show of his work at Gabriel's gallery in Paris, so Gabriel sold his work individually as soon as buyers saw it. And at times, Lorenzo wouldn't send him anything at all. It always depended on his mood, and he enjoyed his love-hate relationship with the young gallerist from Paris, whose only interest was in helping him achieve the recognition he deserved for his enormous talent. Melise did her best to smooth the rocky road between them, without upsetting Lorenzo unduly. Most of the time, Lorenzo gave his paintings to Melis, who had a huge collection of his work by then, but refused to sell any of the paintings he had given her, out of sentiment. Between the two of them, Gabriel had a hard time selling much of Lorenzo's work, but he remained faithful to the cause, convinced that Lorenzo would be an artist of enormous stature one day, and he came to Saint-Paul-de-Vence to see them often, mostly for the pleasure of admiring Lorenzo's new work and of talking to Melis, whom he adored. He thought she was the most remarkable woman he had ever met. Gabriel had a wife and daughter in Paris, but he lost his wife to cancer after he had known Lorenzo for five years. After that, he brought his little girl, Marie-Claude, with him to Saint-Paul-de-Vence occasionally, and Melis would play with her while the two men talked. She felt sorry for her with no mother. She was a sweet, sunny child, and Gabriel obviously loved her deeply and appeared to be a good father. He took her everywhere with him, to visit artists in their studios and when he traveled, and she was a bright little girl. Lorenzo was no longer interested in children by then, not even his own, and he still didn't want children with Melis, despite her youth and beauty. He wanted her to himself, and her undivided attention, which she lavished on him. 
and it came as an unwelcome shock to both of them when Melise discovered she was pregnant a dozen years after they'd gotten together. It had never been part of their plan. She was thirty-three years old, he was seventy-two, and more intent on his work than ever. Lorenzo had been angry at her for weeks when they found out, and finally, grudgingly, he agreed to let her go forward with it. But he was anything but pleased at the prospect of a child, and Melise was worried about it too. She warmed to the idea only slowly as the baby grew within her, and she realized how much it meant to her to have Lorenzo's child. There was no question of their getting married, since he was still married to his wife, who was still alive. Cousins from the town where he'd been born confirmed it to him every few years. Not that he cared. And as Melise grew with her pregnancy, Lorenzo painted her constantly, suddenly more in love than ever with her changing body, filled with his child. And Gabrielle agreed with him that his paintings of Melise then were some.